Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everybody and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. I am here with my co-host, Blackwing Armor Master. How are you doing? Ah, uh, very, very nice. Comes in quarter century secret rare out of the tins. Uh, I have one of those lying around somewhere. <laughs> I should find it real quick. I'm happy to be the Armor Master. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that. I've been, uh, I've actually been going through Attack on Titan because uh, I dropped off like at the beginning of oh. season three, and I'm now at the beginning of season four. Uh, so I've had uh, I've had some experience with the armored titan, uh, and it's uh, I I had not gotten to the point where the big twist had been revealed, so I will not discuss that sure. for people who haven't watched. But uh, armor just got that uh, the, I got the brain worm there. So I will say personally, for me, when I think okay, so Attack on Titan just ended, and you haven't gotten all the way through it yet, or have no. you seen the ending like? No. In the I, manga, or I, I, I don't know anything. I have not read a single okay. page of the manga. I'm okay. I also managed to avoid all the spoilers for the last like I, three or four years. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> don't we all? So, for me, it was very interesting because I think the more that I think about it, and the more that I consider it. I think that Attack on Titan will go down as maybe best anime of all time now i i understand that a lot of people are very skeptical of that and i understand why to me though the issue that attack on titan has right now is that everybody watched season four when it came out and then they watched the final season part three part one whatever six months ago eight months ago and then they watched this recently so there's been this issue of it being broken up constantly which has resulted in essentially they can't build up a hype train because you're releasing one episode every seven months whereas 
I think now that the show is over and the series has ended, if you if you go back in and start from episode one and watch it all the way through to the end as one piece and as one chunk, I feel like the story is going to flow better than it did as being broken up. Now, yeah. I understand why they broke it up, especially now looking back at seeing what's happening at MAPPA. But for me personally, I think that Attack on Titan, people are going to go back and rewatch it now that it's complete and realize like, wow, this really was like probably the anime of our generation. Interesting. I That's my take. Of course, I'm I also Attack on Titan was my like major fir first major anime that I really like yeah like was in the hype on so and that, uh, it might be biased if you want to hear us talk more about uh, attack on titan uh, you can join the patreon uh where we will probably do, i imagine we'll probably do a patreon episode about it once i'm finished uh that is a very good chance and i will also try to finish vinland saga before you finish uh, attack on titan around the same time oh that's not a bad so idea do an episode on both that would be cool yeah if you're interested in that finished, sign up for the patreon and uh i think we have some sponsors yeah. to talk about yeah, I, I think we're going to try to move this sponsor discussion. We're going to try to talk for a minute or two before doing the quick sponsor reads. Mm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts on YouTube, and it, I think that it's, um, and I don't mind being like just uh, brutal transparency has I always mean, been a uh, thing. We're four minutes in. Is that enough time, or do we need to wait? Yeah, like three, four, five minutes, something like that. Um, but for me, it's. Uh, I've heard that it's like a um for podcasts specifically it's like a retention thing mm. um if all of you anybody anybody who's still listening uh, including uh the two people who show up to amazon music every day we see you hey <laughs> that's that is true so the two people that are listening on amazon music every single episode religiously and represent all like 500 of our listens on amazon music you are you have been acknowledged <laughs> this is this is your recognition for your support um no we do have some sponsors that we want to thank though so of course we want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors that have affiliate links and discount codes specifically so if you want to get discounts you can go to uh, grimoire tcg for discounts on some uh, sick play mats you can go to gem accessories for I think that's a 10% discount on Gem Accessories products, which they have a lot of stock up on their website right now that they can ship immediately. I've been trying the sleeves. They're very nice. Uh, be sure to check out, of course, Tier Zero Games, Top Cut 5, gets you 5% off over there. And I think it's free shipping on orders over 50 pounds because they're British. But uh, Valiant Smashers comes out today. So if you want to get some product from Valiant Smashers, if they have it, I don't know if they have it. They've been doing a lot of restocks and restructuring, but they should have it. And if they do, then you should definitely check out Valiant Smashers at Tier Zero with code TopCut5 for 5% off. Of course, check out our TCG Player affiliate link. And uh, also, Dragon Shield, we have a code for 5% off over there. Uh, that's also TopCut5. Yeah. We try to do TopCut5 everywhere we can. Um, I th except I think Gem is TopCut Podcast 10. So, uh, and of course, be sure to check out our Patreon and obviously if you're on spotify or whatever check out our youtube we're doing live streams now i'm trying to do more of them uh i've lost 30 pounds in the last three months so i actually look good on the live stream for once Woo. so that's 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 true since nationals i have lost over 30 pounds you're gaming 
Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting on track to that. Uh, if, if anybody is following me on Twitter, which the links to those are in the yeah. description for myself, Sunny, and Trish, so you should go check that out. Uh, I've been running in the Necrofusion Enthusiasts, the Fright for Tigers uh, Fitness Club, or the Fitness Channel. Yes, which I will be joining at Christmas when I, because I know what I'm getting for Christmas. I'm getting a rowing machine for Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I just started doing uh, extra stuff, so if you need uh, something to keep you accountable to doing that, definitely do that. I wish I was dead, actually, just joined today and started the uh, Not Math Mech Fitness Club. <laughs> so <laughs> so while I do... So how about this? What if we did some fitness live streams? Hmm. It would depend on the camera setup for me, but it was maybe possible. Yeah, that's fair. It's it, it I, I could make it happen. It would it would require some engineering, but it's doable. It can be done. I, it would also be very <laughs> difficult for me. I might actually so because of where my rowing machine is going to sit, I can actually drill a hole in that wall right there and just run a cable right through that, that wall. That seems to me like it would not be a responsible decision. <laughs> I own the house. What? Who's stopping me? Uh, well, fair enough. That's my wife. <laughs> she, she, she would stop me. <laughs> but other than that, who's stopping me? <laughs> okay. I pay On, uh, thousands of dollars uh, uh, for yeah. this house. I, I also, can, I can uh, I, we should probably unfortunately move on to the topic of the podcast uh also shout out to all of our patrons you can join that uh, i think we should i think we should really though i want to i want to hear what listeners think about this and hear what viewers think about this i think we should let the podcast go a little bit more freeform uh and while it is important to have set topics and have set discussions i think that the freeform version of the podcast where we kind of flow and like intermingle between other things and talk about different things especially now that trish has joined us as a co-host although he's not here right now he, he he's very tired he needs a break but because he streams like 50 hours a day but uh <laughs> he's like i do want to That's true. i do think though that now that we have a third person we can kind of get in the weeds a little bit more you know i agree but uh you do we'll be we the gotta, focus though we'll, we gotta stay. We still gotta, we still gotta cover the news. We got, we got, we got breaking news. We do. Uh, so the first thing, the first piece of extremely breaking news, is that we have the best alt art that's ever been produced. It's, it's actually that's a good side conversation we can have. Uh, but yeah, so we have an alternate artwork out of the Terminal World set in the OCG for Gen X Ally Birdman, uh, and I gotta say that this is beautiful. Um, it's so it's Gen X Ally. Uh, Birdman and Mist Valley Condor flying around in the Divine Wind of Mist Valley. And for those who are unaware, these are the three cards that got Birdman and Divine Wind of Mist Valley on the ban list. <laughs> is because this made like a big infinite loop of bodies. Um, now it's it's an unsearchable three card combo, but at the time they were like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> so they limited both of them. Oh what what what's what's the goal of the combo is it fdk uh sometimes sometimes it's fdk sometimes it's just make an unbelievable amount of synchros sometimes it's just generate a bunch of hand advantage uh was the goal anyway um but we have since found that i just it doesn't matter <laughs> it's, now the goal is to simply be broken notably birdman in the gen x deck is kind of cracked because of the way that the uh the link is worded 
it just requires you to add a Gen X to your hand. It does, it's not from your deck. So if Gen X mm -hmm. Ally Birdman bounces another Gen X to the hand, then that triggers the link one to then normal summon another Gen X. And would you look at that? If you can like keep looping the Birdman, you can keep getting your extra normal summons and a bunch of searches. It comes right, up. Sure. Uh, but point being that the alt art is beautiful. Uh, Isn't Birdman at two or three now? Birdman is at three. It was at, it was never at two, I don't think. It went straight from one it to three. It went from one to three, yeah, on the most recent list. Actually, it wasn't the most recent list, was it? It's it's it, it's no, been... you're right. It was the list before. Ally Birdman. Uh, I want to see when this card got unhit, because uh, I know it has. It was the last list. It was not not the list we're on right now, but the one before. Was it? Yeah, yeah. If you go to the most recent ban list and you go view previous list, it'll be on there. Yeah. I just had this discussion with someone recently when the new Genix cards got announced, which I think the new Genix cards are ridiculous. Well, they're busted but... for sure. It's um... well, they're busted for the Genix archetype. Yeah. Well so the boards that it makes are, are really good and it's actually shockingly consistent like it's not the gen X, there are like six or seven gen x monsters that start the combo but because the link one exists and you actually do have extenders it's just those extenders don't do anything if the link one gets impermanent valor because <laughs> you can only summon it once per turn so you can't like get another one on board to reset the effect um so it's 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 extremely glass cannon but somebody will probably do something with it uh, I just had a thought. Oh, it was the last list. It was Birdman and Samsara Lotus. Hilarious. Okay. Samsara right. got brought off? Yeah, the not this last list, but the one that Birdman came off. Yeah, Samsara Lotus is unlimited. How did that happen? I don't know. Turns out, I guess nobody wants to play the Topologic Bomber FTK. Wait, is Bomber banned? No. It's legal. It's legal to do. Nobody you can just FTK? There, I mean, yeah, you, the dinosaur, probably the most viable FTK right now is the dinosaur FTK. Um, but yeah, the, there's probably like five or six FTKs there's going dinosaur around. dinosaur FTK? It's, it's the it's the Balkan Chronomaly Machumek one. Do you not know about this? I didn't, but I've heard I've heard <laughs> nightmare stories go, about Bish Balkan. Just, just go, so just that's go, good enough for me. Just go Distant Coder Most Viewed, and that'll give you all you need to know about Bish Balkan. Um, really? Will it really? Yes. So, it, okay, here's some lore. Bish Balkan was recently banned in Master Duel. And it's actually... It's the, I, heard, I, heard, I know. I knew that because it was all over. Everyone was tagging Distant Coder. Yeah. Coder, Coder has a unique history of being FTK'd by Bish Balkan. Uh, that's, that's, really? That's essentially the story. Has uh, this happened more than once? Uh, you can go look at the channel. <laughs> um, so that's, anyway. uh, that's FTKs. So next piece of news we got, um, it's just very brief. So we know that uh, the next V-Jump promo card is Moon of the Closed Sky. It's a light link too. And if you check the artwork out, um, it's it looks like it's like a smaller version of uh, Underworld Goddess of the Closed World. So this is Moon of the Closed Sky. Or as it so. says, a new form of that one link monster. <laughs> that one white woman jump scare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that yep that's yep that's that's, that's so now underworld goddess is is her her official name is karen got it i guess <laughs> your, your monster is unaffected uh i would like to speak to your manager please yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would your like your monster is allowed to speak to three managers uh, per turn i would like to i would like to talk to the player directly yeah 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 so 
maybe we'll do the the new we'll do we'll do speed duel and then we'll do the new card i think so yeah one last thing on that underworld goddess one though is that uh she's actually the only card that when you call a judge over it it calls the head judge directly it goes to the judge's supervisor immediately <laughs> <sighs> it is uh it is a fiend monster um okay <laughs> so the next piece of news is actually really interesting uh there was some speculation kind of over the last month month and a bit where there was like no updates for speed duels and people were like wait rush oh, duels came to duel links not... okay we're doing this oh we're doing the we're doing the new card first we can do that not anymore we're not cool okay so i'm excited to talk about this because there's dinosaurs all right uh so okay. <laughs> um there was some speculation over the last month and a half, especially with Rush Duel coming to Duel Links and no announcements for Speed Duel since the last product that Speed Duel was kind of dead. Uh, and they were thinking maybe it, Konami would hang up their hats, but not anymore. Uh, but instead of moving on to 5Ds, uh, we have another GX set. Uh, so <laughs> they, for you some reason- Yu-Gi-Oh! GX had four seasons. That's true, but we already got the, the season four. GX guy, the the evil Jaden. So I don't know. But there was uh, another one that we didn't get. That was the one we didn't get. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> to be fair, I, I have not seen many more episodes of GX than you have. I read most of the manga. Which Oh yeah, you did better than me. I didn't even read any of the I've I've never read a single page of a Yu-Gi-Oh! manga, any of them. I okay. I would recommend reading the uh, don't read not dual monsters read the original seven volumes because you will have an entirely new perspective on what the world is meant to be <laughs> it's like uh, in, in you is this like season zero stuff yes season zero that's okay the I, i've heard an, a, a lot about it you it, it is you will not expect it if you have not encountered it um it is uh, it something is about like via, uh, it is rather Yugi, quote unquote saving people but then uh, oh, he challenges attackers to duels and then literally kills people he straight up kills people yep he he yeah I've heard that bad people but like it's very vigilante uh it's um it's fascinating it's, it really he's is Batman except yeah. if Batman actually killed people and also played trading card games and the dual monsters manga honestly is kind of awesome uh but anyway yeah i'm gonna be i i think like the original dm the manga would be awesome like just really fun uh i i just worry that uh i liked 5ds what i saw of it i only saw like two three episodes but i liked like the concept of it um much more than other people did i always thought dueling on motorcycles was stupid but other than that like the actual storylining of the show nah um the motorcycles are based You've clearly never played the ah. dual trans or <laughs> Yeah. I've <laughs> never Nintendo Wii. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never like really gotten into it on that one, but I've heard a lot about the storyline. And if the storyline is to be believed from what I heard, it's ridiculous. Uh there's a lot going on, that's for sure. Uh so anyway, so, we're not in five. Do you want to read this whole do you want to read GX. the whole description? Uh, are you reading it? Am I reading it? Who's reading? All right. Uh, call it on three. One, two, three. I'll read it. Okay, you didn't say anything. So. Deal. All right. You like that? Does that work for you? That works. Uh, okay. 
Get your game on and duel the lights at duel the light. Get your game on and duel. What a stupid saying. Get your game on and duel the light. And that's, I can't, as we go back to Duel Academy and Speed Duel GX, midterm destruction. Midterm destruction. Oh, that's weird. The students at Duel Academy sure have been acting strangely since the mysterious Sartorius has arrived on the island. Is that right, Sartorius? Yep, Sartorius. Okay, cool. Now it's up to Jaden Yuki to find out how to stop his devious plans. Luckily, he has elemental hero Neos and the Neospatians to help him out. But he's not going in alone because Tyranno Hasselberry is ready to back him up with the powerful ultimate Tyranno. Jim Crocodile Cook is here too, ready to unearth whatever mysteries he may find with skull, fossil skull Gaios. Will they stand a chance against Sartorius and his powerful Arcanoforce monsters? The fate of Duel Academy will be decided in Speed Duel GX Midterm Destruction. Speed Duel GX Midterm Destruction introduces new cards and strategies from the Speed Duel GX animated series. With four complete Speed Duel decks ready to play right out of the box and over 90 new cards to Speed Duel, this is a collection Speed Duelists won't want to miss. Pre-built decks for Jaden, Sartorius, Tyranno, and Jim. Brand new skill cards for new and returning Yu-Gi-Oh! GX characters. Explore new strategies with additional cards, including to upgrade included to upgrade the Speed Duel decks from the Duel Academy box with new cards and skills for Zane, Truesdale, Astro Phoenix, and more. Okay, so we get like Cyber Dragon stuff probably, maybe Ojamas, I guess technically. And Astro Phoenix is Destiny Heroes, I believe. Destiny Hero, you got okay. it. Use your Speed Duel GX collection to build a new deck. Dr. Crowler's secret weapon, Balowski, makes his Speed Duel debut with Moki Moki King. The big Balowski? But you're 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 thinking the big Lebowski? No, no, no the is big the... Balowski. That's what card this is, Balowski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Discover 20 secret rare variants of popular GX era cards to collect. Classic GX monsters like Neospatian, Aqua Dolphin, Dandelion, and Card Trooper arrive to Speed Duel as totally sweet Speed Duel secret rares. Play with it or play with it on its own or duel against the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box, Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox, and Speed Duel GX Duelist of Shadow sets. Each Speed Duel GX Midterm Destruction mini box contains 100 common cards, 12 skill cards, 4 of 20 secret rare cards and one two-player jaden and sartorius deluxe game mat to use a card in speed duel it must have yay all that stuff so yeah uh, it yeah it has to be a speed duel card to play in speed duel but you can play any speed duel card in regular so i am excited for which this. is by the way still an amazing structure in my opinion mm -hmm. so uh, i'm excited for this obviously because there is dinosaur support which means there will be dinosaur skills and there are some pretty funny dinosaur cards in this format uh, and also, here's a first edition ultimate rare, Ultimate Tyranno, which is now in the set that I will get to use to uh, inflict immense pain on anyone who dares challenge the dinosaurs. Um, so, Are you missing any dinosaur cards? Uh, well... <laughs> Funny question. There are two cards that I am missing that are realistically obtainable. Uh, there are two that I don't have that I will probably never own. And uh, I, am, I have made, uh, I've come to peace with that. Uh, the first obvious one is the prize card for this year's Worlds, which was the, right. the dino. Maybe if I, yeah. if I win the lottery, then maybe. Uh, but the other one that is partially because it's just very comically expensive for what it is, and partially because it just never goes up for sale. Uh, out of the first Battles of Legends set, where Giant Rex was first reprinted, 
Uh, that set is an all ultra rare. However, there were, well, you could get a okay, secret rare in that set. Is, yeah. But there is a se misprint secret rare giant rex. So there are multiple copies of them out there. But the last time one sold was a few months ago for like $2,000. So no Canadian or American? US, I think. Um, so Gross. That, will be, uh, that will be a no for me. Uh, but some other important stuff about this, obviously it means that Speed Duels is not dead. Uh, they clearly still want to support it. Um, although the fact that this releases in, I think, March means that probably there won't be another set until September. They seem to be content with that. Uh, I do love that they're continuing this, like, box form, like the Battle City box. Uh, these little midterm sets, I think, they're priced super reasonably for the amount of cards that you get. And the secret rares uh, tend to have pretty solid reprints. Uh, having a secret rare Aqua Dolphin is nice. It means there's a high rarity version other than the ulti that you can go get. Um, Dandelion reprint is big for Edison, I think. I don't know if it's, like, super expensive, but it's nice to have a secret. Um, so Dandelion was not a, like, really expensive card, but it was one that you frequently saw like kind of creep up there in price towards that like you know two three four dollar mark depending on the rarity mm -hmm. which the secret rare was really the one that would commonly creep up there like four dollars yeah so and if you look if you're looking at like card trooper versions too there was a secret out of battles of legends but the speed dual secrets honestly looked like the Speed Duel Secret Rares, if you have not seen them, are gorgeous cards. Um, probably my favorite print of Sapphire Pegasus is the Speed Duel Secret Rares. Um, they look great. Uh, Dolgoran comes, the, the Kaiju comes in, Speed Duel Secret, so does Stratos. Um, is it Stratos? I might be thinking of a different card. Um, but they're they're beautiful cards. Dasher. Dasher. That Dasher, that was one of the first, like, that was the big reprint I got, actually. Uh, Lava Golem comes mm -hmm. in Speed Duel Secret Rare. That one's pretty... Uh, so a near mint secret rare dandelion which the dandelion secret rare was from a, a legendary collection two they are five dollars currently uh the shonen original shonen jump ultra rare promo which those are very nice i would love to have a shonen jump promo dandelion or three i would love that those are 13 to 15 dollars mm -hmm. the and then the are, ultis are like 150 yeah uh, jump ultras actually look really nice i'm a big fan of the jump ultras uh i, have I a, haven't found a jump ultra card yet that i didn't like i'm sorry the ultra the ultis uh, are 120 i have i have a jump ultra shooting star dragon and then i have a jump ultra um fright for tiger both beautiful i also have the uh kazuki takahashi artwork uh, dark magician also a beautiful ultra um ah uh, what the heck why what? not <laughs> uh so that's speed duel uh cool for all the speed duel players out there and hopefully uh, they will hit the um the moth deck Ooh, that is a pretty card that's the ulti yeah 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 i only have one i need another one but yeah that's not a priority right now I, <laughs> I, I, my fifteen thousand, or I'm sorry, my ten thousand dollars worth of AC work that got done yesterday is the priority at the moment. You make a good point. Uh, speaking of, however, <laughs> what I have in the meantime is this. So, if anybody's wondering what the Legendary Collection GX Secret Rares look Ooh, like, that does look very pretty. It is. It's very nice. It, it's one of my favorites from the Legendary Collections. 
Generally, I actually don't like Legendary Collection Secrets, but these are very nice. And if you were watching the live stream right now, you would have seen that. I'm, you know, I'm talking directly to you, listener. You know who you are. If you if you had turned tuned into the live stream or watched it on YouTube instead of the on Spotify, you would have seen that. Well, uh, not to uh, demean the uh, uh, listeners. Yeah. So we actually do have. Uh, three new sky striker cards three i thought it was one is it three? uh i also thought it was one uh but it looks like it's three no it is three wow okay right, so i guess i'll take right. the first one we can we can ball from there yeah yeah one two yeah so the first one's a level one monster uh this card is called pillar of the future cyanos this is, seems like it's in that like reign of striker cards that like aren't actually striker cards I mean, like, they, uh, they are. Illyrion? Was that the last one? Yeah, Illyrion, I think it's called. But Illyrian. yes, there there was another one. There was a, like a level six, I think. Um, okay. Um, Sky Strike. No, it was um, um, it was a it was a mech. It was a, like a big me robot yeah. guy. Oh, there was Hamp. That was the kaiju. Um, That's what I was thinking. Anyway, Light Machine Effect, level one, five hundred attack, fifteen hundred defense. This card is always treated as a Sky Striker card. You can only deck, use. So. Uh, you can only use all three of the effects of this card's name once per turn. One, you can discard one spell, special summon this card from your hand. Two, if this card is normal or special summoned, you can special summon one Sky Striker Ace Rose from your deck or graveyard. Also, you cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck for the rest of this turn, except for machines. Three, you can banish this card from your graveyard to take one of your Sky Striker Ace Rose that is banished or in your graveyard and either add it to your hand or special summon it. This is... Okay. This card's insane. This is well, okay. I I don't know. This is this is the best one of these we've gotten by a mile. Alarion is bad. This card's ridiculous. I feel so for I, a number of reasons. So I think I don't think it's but it it changes it changes the it changes the Sky Striker deck in my opinion because it changes Sky Striker from um and, and okay me and Trish got the first day that I called him and asked him to be on the podcast. We ended up talking for an hour about you just general like Yu-Gi-Oh theory. And we ended up, one of the things we brought up was Sky Striker. He asked me what kind of deck Sky Striker is. And I thought about it. I said, well, I feel like at one time it was control. And now with the releases of cards, like in, like um, uh, not engaged, the new, the other one. Uh, uh, linkage. Linkage, things like that, it became a bit more mid rangey. He said the deck's not either, it's not mid rangey or control. I said, that's not combo. He said, no, 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 all of those words are fake. It's tempo. It's just what tempo it plays at. Because in Yu Gi Oh!, there's no such thing as, co as combo, control, or mid range. Those terms are irrelevant, is what he said. That's, it's just you take tempo and you move it along the tempo spectrum, how you versus. You know, on what you built it, which I re realize is we had this argument, <laughs> an entire yeah. argument we had. But he recon he re recontextualized it for me, so I'll admit that I was wrong, or at least not did not properly understand our conversation, or was just stuck into my rut. But regardless, this ups the tempo of Sky Striker. I don't think it changes the deck itself necessarily in its strategy. I think that it ups the tempo and it lets you put pressure on a little bit harder if you want to so one thing that i think is interesting about this so i don't know that it's that crazy powerful discarding a spell 
is like rather specific and just kind of a high cost but this card is three bodies on its own uh it also i mean you can also get the spell back like this summons itself summons rose from deck you link this card off into one of your striker links you grab a card back um i don't can this card be linked off into a striker link because it's a sky striker card but it's not a sky striker monster does that make sense uh so i would have to read the striker links but you can just link the rows so even if you can't use this it doesn't really matter um <laughs> so I'd, I'd have to read the striker links but um and you, yeah i know but you this could honestly yeah this could honestly be a generic machine card because like it's three bodies because it's this the rose and then it's the rose that you summon back off of this so, from graveyard kagari and hayate and um Haina Shizuku, the original ones, they all say one non that attribute Sky Striker Ace Monster. So this isn't a Sky Striker Ace Monster, it's just a Sky Striker monster. No, it's not I mean Yeah. Is it? Since it's always treated as a Sky Striker card, it would qualify, but it's not a Sky Striker Ace, so you can't use it. Okay, so I know that that sounds like a really stupid question, but and, and yeah, you're correct in that. I, I know you're correct, but it's weird to me because I my initial thought was that even if they say they need a Sky Striker monster, while this is a monster and it is considered a Sky Striker card, you know what I mean? Does that does that make sense? In this case, am, it's am I being a, weird? No, you're not being weird. It's kind of similar to the distinction between a Pendulum monster that's like equipped to something while it's in what would be the Pendulum scale, and then activating a Pendulum like scale in that zone it's like it, it can't it's like a weird distinction thing but i believe yeah. if this said sky striker ace you could use it if it was treated as a sky striker ace monster you could it's kind of like it is a sky striker ace card you probably still could too yeah right but okay regardless i think it's good it's three it's three bodies and uh it's it is it is a hefty cost though like it's it's kind of galaxy soldier ish i guess so we'll see uh, you want to grab the you want to grab the next link? Yeah, I'm just thinking about applications outside of exactly like it puts a it puts a spell in your grave for your other Sky Striker spells and it does it as cost, right? So you could in theory activate this card from hand, discard one as cost, and maybe that puts you at three, and now you chain a Widow Anchor to the activation or something like that, right? Maybe uh, one thing like you can always get back what you discard with Kagari. Um, I think I think if we're looking at applications outside, we're probably looking at stuff like, um, uh, what can I do with three machines? <laughs> so we'll see. Does this make it more applicable in a um, to put Sky Striker as a supplementary engine in spell heavy decks, like maybe even like Valmonica? Like in Valmonica, this could be really good. Uh, except that you get locked into summoning uh, machines from the extra deck, so probably not. <laughs> well, I zoned out when you read that line. Cause, uh, you know, it's, it's me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, let's go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, this is the moment where I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Move, let's we'll, move on. We'll yeah, yeah. Next, one. Uh, next we have Sky Striker Ace Azalea Temperance. Dark Machine, Link Effect Monster, Link 3, 2500 Attack, Link Arrows are left, right, and bottom. Two plus monsters, including a Link Monster, must first be Link Summoned. 
You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if this card is special summoned, you can banish one spell card from your hand or graveyard. Then target one monster your opponent controls with 2500 or less attack. Equip that face-up monster to this card as an equipped spell. When this card is destroyed by battle, you can special summon one other Sky Striker monster from your hand or grave. It's good. It's so notably, this is generic. Uh, it's kind of like if SP Little Light and Unicorn had a very strange child. Um, it's, <laughs> it's it's definitely like solid. Like it's it's good removal. Banishing, being able to banish the spell from grave is like fine. It's kind of weird in Striker. I feel like they like to have the spells in grave. I don't know why the support is like banishing stuff from the grave, but it's like. It, it, it's a good card and notably the uh the other level one is just a one card this so you can just make this with uh with one card so uh yeah it's removal yep absolutely um is the is the is the other monster a one card link three yep so you go cyanos pitch a spell summon the rose uh, you link off this and the rose into a link two, and then you use the uh, cyanos to banish itself to summon the rose, and then that's your link three. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do the next one. Cool. So this one doesn't have a picture for some reason. Um, it is a link two. This is combination maneuver engage zero. Uh, it's a machine link, light link two, 1500 attack, and its arrows are pointing to the left and to the right, so it's not a down pointer. Uh, two light and or dark monsters, so it's generic, similar to Azalea, I think. Uh, this card is always treated as a Sky Striker Ace card, so you can only so this you can use this one to link into the other uh, <laughs> into the other right. Striker links. Naturally. Um, uh, same with the other one. This is also a Sky Striker Ace. Uh, you can only special summon combination maneuver engage zero or zeros once per turn. Cannot be used as link material. Okay, never mind. Actually, you can't. <laughs> so now it's my turn to get punked. Um, <laughs> punked. If uh, if this card is special summoned, you can target one monster with twenty on the field with twenty five hundred or more attack. Negate its effects until the end of the turn, and then two at the start of the damage step. If this card attacks and you have Ray and Rose in your graveyard, you can destroy all monsters your opponent controls. This is kind of a sick go second tool, actually. <laughs> it's kind of nasty. Uh, I don't know if it's that good, but it is. It's here. It's definitely here. It's it's definitely here. You know what would be also be interesting? I think I would almost prefer it. If it's a, instead of saying you can target one monster on field with 2,500 more attack negates effects to the end of this turn, you know what I think would make this way more interesting is if it said Quick your opponent chooses one monster on their field with 2,500 or more attack negate its effects until the end of this turn. I feel like that just makes it infinitely worse, right? I think it's quite the opposite. Oh, I guess because it means that it's your opponent who's deciding, so it doesn't affect the, the monster, but... Yes, it also... and, it, and, it will, and it doesn't target. It doesn't target, and it affects the opponent, not the monster. That's true. And then if they the downside is that if they have multiple with 2,500 or more attack, they get to pick. Right, which is it's fine. It's interesting. That would, that's an interesting thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes the effect stronger in theory, but it also makes it kind of also worse, right? But yeah. if you summon this into a field of SP Barone, well, guess what? 
choose, <laughs> weary traveler. Yeah. Actually, no, that's true. They don't choose because SP is smaller than 25. Interesting. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it would be very niche use cases, but I feel like you still play it. So, so. I will uh, I will wait for the... Um, I will wait for the review from GGYGO before drawing any conclusions. I think... I'll wait until we get the picture on this car before whether I decide it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, may, that, that may be how some amount of striker players decide which cards they want to play. Uh, Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we have about 15 minutes left. Uh, so I want to do a review of Valiant Smashers and explainer of how the decks work and explainer of uh, how we can expect them to perform in the meta. So to do that, I'm just going to put on the Curry Bandits video. It's 13 minutes, <laughs> so we have time to read the patrons at the end. That's uh, the, on, Legitimately, if you need like a channel to go look at for information about upcoming sets of the game the cory bandits is the best they do uh 10 minute testing yeah. style deck checks and honestly like i think some of their most entertaining videos whenever there's like a card that has a lot of targets um uh, jaxel does a video where they just talk about all of the possible targets uh so if you want a video to learn about some targets bonfire uh there's a video that goes over like every bonfire target and definitely worth a watch uh, and there's a video, if you were ever unsure if MX Saber Invoker could come back in the TCG, uh, you can watch the MX Saber Invoker video, and you you come to realize very quickly that the only good targets are banned and everything else really sucks. <laughs> so, like... No, I'm actually just come back. It'd be fine. It, uh, now, the Goblin Riders may change that equation. Uh, sorry, the Goblin Bikers. We got the official name now. Uh, oh, that's another piece of news. Uh, the um, The promo card for um phantom nightmare in tcg is one of the goblin biker spells they're no longer the riders they're now the bikers they do be they do be uh biking all right well uh, you just uh, you just watched the breakdown video uh i did what why don't you kick us off for i only have paid measures. attention and i had it on one and a half speed and he already talks fast so it was and i, I also absorbed i also interrupted you a few times <laughs> cut you off a little bit yeah I, there was multiple times where i was like I need to go into this Discord message and tell Skyhawk, please don't go to sleep. We still need to record. Mm -hmm. And then I have to come back and he's like, again, one and a half speed. And he's just flying at 1.5x. And it's basically impossible to actually understand and comprehend what's being said. But here's my, here's my understanding of how Valiant Smashers works and how each of the decks in Valiant Smashers works. So... First, we have the Valmonica archetype. So this is the one that you see with the pink and purple girls on the very nice decorative backgrounds. And it's a pendulum-based strategy. So the, the two monsters are notably the only pendulum monsters. Uh, similar to how Numerelia only has one like main deck pendulum monster, but it's like still a pendulum strategy. Um, so the conceptually, Valmonicas, they... When you scale one, it searches and scales the other automatically, I believe. But there's scales three and five. So it's not like you're like scaling a one and eight and you can do whatever. It's not quite like that. But one scales the other. And then one, they basically, the, they're all structured around um, gaining counters when you gain or lose life. And then yep. all the spells and traps have different effects to where you gain or lose life but if you don't if like if 
if you don't have any of the counters on board your opponent chooses or something like that kind of uh there's a, they've also um uh, believe some of the links you can uh, copy the effects of the spell traps in the graveyard uh yeah. so that kind of serves as extra searching extra disruption um it is very very i did i got you uh it is very convoluted uh is, is yes. the word i would put uh this reminds me of valence uh in terms of like you are playing a completely different card game <laughs> you're, not, you're not playing Yu-Gi-Oh! you're playing a radiant historia perfect chronology for the 3ds um this is <laughs> you're playing a remake <laughs> yeah, of an yeah. old jrpg on a handheld console that's life cycle has ended uh well the, the thing is really is what you're playing is you're playing the remastered version of the port when it was ported from 3ds to pc so you're trying to like manage everything from the top screen while like clicking on things on the bottom screen and it doesn't really translate very yeah, well but like so final fantasy you're still 4. gonna try so final fantasy 4 is uh is what you're describing something between yeah, three and five probably um just uh, imagine trying to play Pro pokemon platinum like an emulator on your on your computer it's not it's just not it's a, you're playing it on a psp is, <laughs> is what you're doing um yeah so uh this deck is not very good uh there are some cool cards that you can play with it notably the performage engine is kind of baller um specific because you can right. pendulum summon fours uh damage juggler and trick clown are sick cards and damage juggler specifically manipulates life points which is very good for setting up the deck to do what you want um but it's not only is this deck hard to play uh it doesn't do anything it it, it, it the boards are reminiscent of crystal beast uh, it's like a Baguska IP and a trap card. So <laughs> I would like to offer something that I haven't seen people doing, but to be fair, I haven't looked either so that people might've been experimenting with this and it just it did or didn't work. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Why not play a runic engine in the deck? I know that a lot of people want to play some kind of a mill engine to get the spells in the graveyard. That way the links can copy the spells, which I get, but why not play a runic engine and there's a reason behind why i think you should i think the battle phase is kind of important for the link monsters i don't know if that's just me i might be misremembering that that might be why people are hesitant i'll but be honest i'm just thinking of the link saying. monsters as like being able to destroy your opponent's monsters and pop your opponent's stuff and in my opinion it's like a resource thing you just draw a bunch where of you, cards where you just try to um make smart one for ones and two for ones until you outgrind your opponent yeah. until they have no resources yeah. i mean that, that that's how i would think about it of course i don't i haven't read the cards either so runic spell pitch runic spell pitch damage juggler trick crown sounds pretty decent to me <laughs> so i'm i'm not a, i'm not opposed to it like i said i i mean i haven't read the cards yeah so and i like runic i might just be trying to jam two different size gears together i i don't know but sometimes it works uh I'll, you'll never know until somebody else builds the deck and tries it and succeeds and we then should, you think it, you you say i did that first and yeah that's how you know we should probably move on from the yeah. the least playable deck in the set uh yeah let's go to, on to memento which i think just summons a 5k guy right it summons a big dude uh <laughs> it does All a right, little so bit that's more memento. than that uh there are spell traps uh they have some like very unique protection effects one of the cards is like if you banish my guy uh the curse of raw has now become upon ye 
Uh, <laughs> I think Fair. it's the quick play. Um, and Memento, so to be honest with you, Memento is a deck that I think... I re remember when we talked about the Horus cards for the first time, and we were both like, what do these cards do? They don't do anything. I feel like that's how I feel about the Memento stuff. But this is definitely a deck that I feel like exists in the Rescue Ace space, where you could absolutely print a card that breaks this. Um, there are some pieces here resembling a resource game. It is a big competent boss monster that is maybe a little bit convoluted to summon, but there are support cards that could definitely make it work more uh, consistently. Right now, the deck is just bricky, is I think the biggest issue. So if, if we get like emergency preventer style wave, it could do very well. I just don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> it's tricky. So what if we... Um... What if we printed circular? <laughs> right. I mean, the deck has soul charge already. Yeah, it does. That's true. That, that they, it's so crazy to me that they are just giving decks soul charge now. They're like, no, this deck is bad enough. Like spring games, no, you can have soul charge. Soul charge that's like does three other things. This deck, no, you they can have. They gave Agnostic painful choice. So I yeah, well, I mean. The painful choice existed before Ogdoidic. They did give Ogdoidic like they built a deck to abuse it. They did give Ogdoidic a scapegoat without restrictions, and they have a new spell that's like tribute a guy. Here's like a billion reptile tokens. Go nuts. Uh, <laughs> I still feel like this deck is Ogdoidic, but better. Uh, maybe I I I will say I don't know if I have sent you the sauce yet. Uh, there have been some people working on sixty cards Snake Eye, uh, Ogdoidic, Evil. Uh, I may have, I may be getting pilled on it. It's pretty sick. Um, so I don't get too pilled. I'll, uh, I'll uh, double evolution pilled. Hey, some pills are considered hard drugs. Be careful. <laughs> I'll, I'll have so. you know, I'll have you know that Vivance does me wonders. Uh, <laughs> moving okay, on. But you're, you are, you are living in, uh, hell's angels territory so just be careful 21 21 is not worth living in uh all right we want to uh the the big deck in the room which is the the biggest question mark out of the set is uh big deck in the room that was funny that was good thank you uh centurion so centurion is kind of depends on what you build I figured it. it out you figure what out 21, 21's not worth living in. Scientist got sunk by her Nirvana High Paladin. I couldn't remember the next line. Took Go ahead. Me. Sorry, continue. Glad you made it. Caught on our heroes travel back in time. Um, so Centurion is, uh, it centers around uh, setting monsters as continuous spells, uh, or continuous traps, actually, I believe, not continuous spells, specifically continuous traps. Um which it seems to be a common theme among Yu-Gi-Oh cards as of the last lit bits of wave of design. Snake Eye does it. There's a new generic Synchro that does it. Um, putting monsters in the spell trap zone. We're, we're starting to ball out. Shout out to Crystal Beast. Um, some versions of this deck are more combo heavy. Uh, you see a lot of stuff with the super heavy Samurai engine uh, to set up uh, Calamity. Uh, Hot Red Dragon Archfiend King Calamity. Yes, that was that was my summarization of the deck. You, it does calamity. That's what it does. It, it does calamity better than anything else out there. It's still bad though. It's so yeah, it's probably not good. Uh, so one thing, I mean, this deck doesn't have to contend with Maxi, but it has to contend with all other sorts of nonsense. Uh, Monadium has had the calamity lock available to it this whole time, 
and I think it's maybe top ones. Uh, like, Monadium is just doing anything other than the Calamity Lock, because it turns out right. most of the setups was to Super Poly, uh, and also it's just, like, not very good. Notably, Centurion is by far the best deck to do this with. You can play it a lot instead of, like, the super heavy combo build. You can play it like Zodiac, where it's, like, instead of your normal summon being, like, Dryden Pass, uh, it's just that your normal summon is Calamity Lock Pass, which notably is pretty good, but loses to everything and then you have to rely on your non-engine to back you up and then you're playing zodiac in the year 2023 which as far as things that are worth doing normal summoning you're skipping your opponent's turn is not bad that said it's still not good enough <laughs> still not good enough 21 21's not worth living in i, I already made the joke it's not funny anymore you know what it's funny to me okay so uh, point being oh i guess we could talk a little bit about the uh quote-unquote reprints that are in this set um there's not a lot of good oh, ones yeah. so well, we know the whole set list uh so i can pull it up oh, real quick I... oh you know is this the one where foolish burial did not get a cr and everybody's very disappointed uh maybe i didn't know that foolish burial was in here uh so i'm just yeah, gonna check the, the english set list so Shout out Dual Daddy on Twitter and Instagram. True. So the reprints that we have in this set are uh, Protecting Spirit Logaleth. Who cares? Uh, Perform Age Trick Clown, uh, Ghost Sister and Spooky Dogwood, Boguska, which uh, did not get a collector's rare, and I'm very sad about that. Uh, Stained Glass of Light and Dark, which is one of the coolest cards ever printed, um, but I think is more playable in some other decks. Uh, Honest, which got a collector's rare. Uh, Dark Honest, which also got a collector's rare. And uh, Arc Lord Christia, which is in the set as a quarter century secret. Like. Yep. Um, and subscribe. Yeah. So most of the other reprints, like, don't matter price-wise. Um, Mech Lord Emperor, Wazel, and Granel are, like, whatever. Abominable Unchained Soul is cool, but it wasn't expensive. Uh, Ibishela Lutea is very funny, but it's not good. Um, Foolish Burial, Valhalla, Hall of the Fallen, Advanced Draw, Imperial Custom, Call of the Haunted, and Apophis, the Swamp Deity. Who cares? The only two, like, reprints that really matter are uh, Colossal Fighter, which I believe is pretty decent for Edison. Yes, that's huge. Needed, that, card like, is getting, that card was getting very hard to find. Pretty badly needed one. Uh, funny enough, I had my copy of Colossal Fighter is from, like, the 5D's starter structure deck. Uh, I got that, like, a yeah, long Yeah, everyone's ago. is. Yeah. And then uh, the other notable reprint is Arch Nemesis Eschatos. Uh, it's the not Protoss one. So I would like to say that Christia is actually a pretty notable reprint. There, I don't think there were really any copies of Christia under like three or four bucks, which is about where Colossifier was. Like, and it's getting it's one of those cards that um, kind of like Colossifier. It's not that it was expensive. It's just kind of getting hard to find and also having this quarter century secret rare is going to be a very nice high highly pretty alternative to the original secret rare christia's which while it's a beautiful card they're like six hundred dollars it's out, it's outrageous yep um, i'm actually curious what will happen to those now that i am also <laughs> wanting to say we kind of transitioned to the set list uh, i did want to circle back a little bit to centurion uh mm -hmm. the people are also playing that deck with a horus engine 
So I think that's the version of the deck worth keeping an eye on, if I'm being honest with you. I think that's the version that is in the most interesting to me. I could see it. Uh, notably, Centurion is also five ultra rares. Uh, so while it's not quite as bad as um, the distribution for Vanquish Soul was, it still kind of sucks. Uh, but notably, uh, I don't think any of these decks are going to be great, so I don't think they will be too expensive overall. Uh, so make of that what you will. Uh, notably, I think yep. they should have put a couple more good reprints in this set. Uh, I know the rarity collection is a thing, but like, I don't see how this is worth it to open. Don't buy a box, buy singles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always think that if you have the spare money and don't mind losing money and are not trying to get value, that buying a box is a perfectly fine proposition. Um, but uh, be aware of clown gas. So, all right, everybody. True. Well, let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons. Oh, and uh, on the subject of Valiant Smashers, if you do pull a Valmonica core or a Memento core and you want to let them go, uh, let me know. I would love to pick those up while they're cheap. <laughs> before before they get uh, pearly rescue Before they get three rounds of support and they're like rescue ace, yeah. Uh, all right, well. So a huge thank you, of course, to always second Curry carrying these nuts all over your field. Zypherus, Appaloosa, Bow of the Floodgate, Tussie, Big Stinky, Ding Dong Tosis of the Yang Zing, Give Me That Harassi, Konami, HGH Cyber, John Leo, Mountain Man, Omo Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol Place Pendulums, Silver Hope, Sukon D, Easy Nuts. Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Savior's World, Visa Star Frosting, these nuts. Oh, no. They're, That's they're, a new one. They're leaning in. They're leaning in. You're leaning in. Wind up Carrier, Zinfidel, Maity, Aaron Gardner, Alexander Chan, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simpa the Silver Castle, Blackwing Silver on the Ascent is the best floodgate. Blue Eyes is best. Copium, Boxwine, Chubby Ninja. Come on and get your game on. Dragon Maidenless Behavior. I'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for cause these plant nuts in your mouth. Level 4 Fire Warrior Gaming. Little Stinky, Lama Yama, Cam Sarama, Maxi Pack, Old Man, Red Pinko 143, and Wanted Seeker of Your Mom's Sinful Spoils. And if you want to get an extra episode every single week, you can go ahead and get that over on our Patreon, which you can find a, in the description down below. So again, a huge thank you to everyone for your continued support of the podcast. And of course, until next time, have a great weekend, everybody. Well, you can't go oh, just oh, yet. Oh, 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 oh. There's no 24-hour live stream tonight and tomorrow. That's not happening. I got LSU tickets to the game. That would explain customer. why you're wearing the LSU Tiger shirt. Um, Actually, yes, I did that on purpose to remind me to say something, and I forgot anyway. So no 24-hour live stream. I'm sorry. Before you are allowed to leave, I have the card pun for you. Okay. Uh, I've really outdone myself this time. Uh, so no, have you have you seen Mean Girls? A long time ago. You know you know the character Regina George. Regina. I think I think it's I think they say it Regina in the movie. It's definitely Is Regina. That, it's definitely Regina. Definitely. Yeah yeah. yeah. So what, I was what a Canada pun? But what, yeah, continue. I'm with you. What 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 Yu-Gi-Oh card do you think Regina George would be? What Yu-Gi-Oh card? Now Regina George was the like the bully, right? Like yeah, the yeah, main yeah. one. Yeah. What card would Regina George be? Um, I am going to say. Because I have the answer for you. Uh, is there one that? Um. So okay, okay. Actually, I do. I do, I have an answer here. Okay. Um, tour bus from the underworld. I like that answer, but unfortunately, it's incorrect, uh, because the answer is Dinomorphia Kent Regina George. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.